0: Friday after we And now it's time for Shut up, shut up, up
1: and sit, up sit down, down.
0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to a live broadcast of Paraprobe. We live. We are here. We are live. We have our drinks and clothing optional. So
1: wait, what? Clothing My, was optional? Who what? Oh. Nice. Oh, no, it's
0: sorry. Wrong show. That's the only fans page. Oh. Um,
1: okay.
0: So, anyways, welcome to another live edition of Paraprobe. <laughs> We're actually live in studio Saturday, January seventh. We're live. We're back. We're back from our little uh, mini vacations of uh Christmas and New Year's and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. How was your Christmas? Short. I know how it went because we talk all the time. But... Short,
1: wicked short, man.
0: <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the the holiday <laughs> went by way too quick. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I've been busier than octopus with restless leg syndrome for the <laughs> That's entire good. I time. I like that. The entire time that that's really good i like that yeah that's well, a good description
0: know, i can remember cephalopods that
1: Cephalopods are kind of my thing you know
0: <laughs> he said syphilis um
1: no i said cephalopod
0: oh sorry wrong one um well they both get it both, right they both get, get a hold of you one way or right. another
1: <laughs> that is true that's yeah, true all right so
0: <laughs> my uh my new year's and my <clears> christmas <throat> was awesome and uh, once again for like people joining did us. did i ask you no
1: oh i'm sorry that's okay
0: i was just gonna just throw it in myself oh
1: how was your Christmas and New Year's? It was pretty darn good.
0: <laughs> not too shabby.
1: Not too shabby.
0: Yes, a lot of food, a uh, little bit of drink, a
1: little bit of a um, pew-pew. So I realized, not to like cut you off, but I realized that I'm not a lightweight anymore. You're so, a raging
0: alcoholic? Or?
1: It, getting close. Um. At, <laughs> Apparently, mom said
0: you're gonna be good at something, you know, be yeah, the best,
1: might as well. Yeah, um, no, like, so hadn't drank a whole lot. Mm, excuse me, excuse me again. Mm, tacos, um, <laughs> mm, I, I know I can smell it. <laughs> hey, they're good tacos, too. Um, anyways, margarita. Um, <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a
0: show. Um, yeah, it, it's our first day back, it's our first day doing radio ever,
1: ever. Yeah. Now, um so normally like one or two I get a good buzz kicking or whatever. I drank almost an entire 12 pack and nothing. Really? Like, nothing. Stone cold. I like I had a little bit of buzz kicking for about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. It might have been because I was like running around with my kiddo and like just still moving, but mm-hmm. you know, it was freezing cold. But nothing nothing so um i'm no longer a cheap date so i gotta like cut off the drinking for a while so i can go back to saving money so what you're
0: saying is your wife's gotta spend an exuberant amount of money if you guys go out to get some
1: no they just need to have good whiskey (laughs) no well top shelf it is yeah all
0: right so uh yeah mine went very well had a good time with the family and such um I started teaching my 15-year-old daughter how to drive. Oh, my God. How did that go? It went very well. Whoa, really? Yeah, actually, dude, she she did very, very good. Um, <clears throat> how many
1: bodies do you have to bury?
0: Like, I'm going to say it on air. I mean, come on, dude. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, that makes we'll everybody listening <laughs> an yeah. accessory.
1: Sorry, I don't think like a criminal, so... Like, <laughs>
0: I do, and to... so I'm good at radio. <laughs> so... Uh, but no, actually, all kidding aside, went very well. She did a great job, so I was happy with that. Didn't bring the insurance rates up or anything. Had a girl. That's right.
1: Go ahead, bug.
0: Mhm. And then uh, New Year's Eve was a lot of fun. You know, got together with the family, fired off <coughs> fireworks and other things that fire and make sound. And I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. Good um, stuff. Yeah, it was a good time. Um, for one of my belated Christmas presents, which is actually coming in a couple of months. Um, Steffi and I both are getting our dive certifications Ooh. with all brand new dive gear. yep. Nice. And coming up in July, I believe we're gonna be taking a a mini vacation mm-hmm. and we're going to keep Wesco diving.
1: See, I think late Christmas presents are the new Christmas presents because, yeah. I legit, like your dive certification, your other things that, you know, are late Christmas presents and stuff. Because so, they're
0: expensive. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, well that's that's the thing. Like yeah. so my lady loves those lounge fly backpacks.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I know what you're talking
1: about. Yeah. And I uh what in the world? No. <laughs> and, uh no sorry. Hate to break it to you. <laughs>
0: Yeah, not happy. No. Well,
1: whatever that is. Um, <laughs> but uh, something weird came up on the computer, and we didn't recognize it, so we had to stop it. Just to let y'all know that can't see things, because, you know, no video, radio. I
0: just got to say, it's got to be a <coughs> moment, because it's a day of prayer.
1: Yep. Yeah. Wow.
0: Pray for our souls.
1: Please. Yeah. Um, anyways, I ordered one, and it was a nice one. It was, it was one of the villain ones. Mm-hmm. So... I didn't think it was going to be as popular as it was because, like, who likes the villains? I mean, I do, but, you know, yeah. I, I identify more with the bad guys than anybody else, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, came after Christmas. I was like, dang it, came after New Year's.
0: Oh, wow. I yeah. was like, seriously, dude? Dude, uh, about three weeks prior to Christmas, you could order something, say, from Amazon, get in, like, three days. Oh, yeah. By that second week of Christmas you know going into Christmas yeah, yeah you might as well talk to her New Year's before it comes five
1: years later
0: exactly um I got Stephanie a VR the Oculus
1: oh yeah that thing where she almost oh. ran into the wall
0: yeah oh my god man she loves that thing I love it yeah it's pretty, it is it is actually I'm not gonna she's lie she's almost it,
1: ready to go into the metaverse y'all it's
0: Pretty entertaining to watch her just roam around the house, you know, with that thing on, playing games and stuff. It's actually kind of funny.
1: Wall. Oh, <laughs> oh dude, I
0: keep sliding stuff in front of her, making her trip. Oh, <laughs> uh, But that's just me. I'm a jerk. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, see, there's, there's a whole lot of crazy things have <laughs> going off in New Year's, man. Uh,
1: yeah, we had a missed opportunity. Um, We were going to do something we're going to talk about tonight. We were going to do...
0: A Bigfoot hunt.
1: And... Because of the new year Because of the holidays We totally spaced on it They totally spaced on it We're like um, We're going to have to Postpone this But yeah.
0: It might be happening Actually in like Two weeks
1: Okay So um, Just FYI I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you on air So there's a record of it Okay Um, I'm not going to be here The weekend of the 28th Because okay. I'm going to be In the woods Okay 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 So You heard it Y'all heard it Ain't going to be here You're on your They're own You're like
0: You take more vacations Than anybody I know With this show
1: Um, Any excuse to get in the woods Okay and if we have you know a morning
0: show that just magically happen
1: yeah out of nowhere Um, hey
0: you never know man when they say you speak things you know sometimes you you speak absolutely into existence you know morning show morning show yeah
1: um anyways we're if i had weekends off I would be able to go and not take days off. But, exactly. Um, doing it on a Saturday, and especially at night, you know, when it's kind of cooler out, and we're not out there getting eaten by mosquitoes in the summertime. Don't tell me about <laughs> it, man. Jesus. Um, but no. Um, <coughs>
0: I've been loving this nice little cool break we've been getting. It's been nice.
1: Well, I have to spend $600 on a tent, so. Why? Well, to be fair, my wife and I are splitting the cost of it.
0: Why, dude? I got like four tents. You can borrow one.
1: Um, because this thing's dope and sets up in 90 seconds and it's... So does this. I have an eight-man pop-up tent. Nope. I want this one. I'm very particular. Okay, whatever. Peculiar, particular, whatever. Whatever. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, so, if any of y'all are wanting to listen to our past shows here... Yes. Um, definitely look us up on anything you get your podcast from, except for YouTube, because, you know, not video. We
0: need to make sure (laughs) that we save this show. We try to save it at all times. We throw it out there on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, and you too can save this radio show. (laughs) If you go to those outlets and listen to the freaking show, that's all you gotta do.
1: Or you can reach out to um, our ad chief over here and uh, sponsor this show. We are looking for sponsorships.
0: You know what, if you really wanna save this show, Go to 1490 wwprcoms website and send an email saying, look, we know the Paraprobe guys are a little off. They probably have addiction issues, but we like them on air. They're funny. We we're wanna... like a three-legged dog. Exactly. You know, we just keep running in circles, but we're entertaining. So if you want to save that three-legged dog, make sure that you send that email right away and say, save paraprobe. And give them a morning show. And also too, one last thing. Make sure you put para probe and spell it correctly. It's P A R A. P R O B E One Word. Para probe.
1: Yes. It's like other types of probing.
0: Yes. That's how you look us up everywhere. On like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora,
1: iTunes.
0: iTunes, Amazon Music, World Star Hip Hop only fans you can find us everywhere doing excruciatingly weird things but make sure you go and save this show because if not the three-legged dog will run in circles until it dies
1: yes without chasing a tail i know it doesn't even have a tail <laughs> it's so sad you gotta save the dog
0: all right so let's move on yes uh, i think we we got our piece across
1: <clears throat> yeah the dead three-legged dog has been beat to death literally <laughs> Anyways, so, email center. since we missed the opportunity to hunt Bigfoot over the holiday, we're going to talk about how we would approach it. And you have – we thought about this ad nauseum. Ad nauseum. Yeah. It was so bad because we're – Do you have like a
0: thesaurus that you just look random words up at times and go, I'm going to use this word now?
1: No. It just pops in my – the ADD. Is a magical thing.
0: Oh, I know you have ADD. I we will, both do. So. I will
1: 100% forget a word for decades, and then all of a sudden, in the middle of a sentence, I'll be like, "All right, well, um, I'm going to use a type of onomatopoeia and go pow." You know, <laughs> <laughs> like I see the word in the definition. I have like a. Do select- you know how many
0: people in our listening audience right now is looking up onomatopoeia because they have no idea what it means?
1: <laughs> I have a selective photographic memory. It does what it wants. <laughs> this is
0: true. This is very true. Anyways,
1: we're... we're really... Matter of
0: fact, they're probably looking up ad nauseum right now.
1: Yes, yes. Now, And trust me, na... I'm not
0: saying our listening audience is stupid. But to be fair, <coughs> if you listen to our show, you've got issues.
1: Yes. So. I mean, yeah. how many times do you use ad nauseum? I mean, I can count three right now, but... You know. <laughs> Dude, I
0: haven't used it until I just now said it and repeating <laughs> him what you said.
1: Yep. And so what are we at, Four?
0: That's sport all
1: right. <laughs> you hear it again. Take a drink.
0: All right. Ad <laughs> nauseum. Okay, so but we're areas.
1: gonna talk about how we would how we would approach doing a big hunt and how we would approach it in general, especially selectively for Florida. Yes. Because Florida is a special beast, as everyone knows. I mean, you look up any type of Florida TikToker or whatever. Like my favorite is OMG it's Wix. Mm-hmm. Huge shout out, good dude. Yep. But um. We are a unique bunch, and our wildlife is unique, too. You know, skunk ape and all. hmm And we... You have to approach things a little differently.
0: Yes, because of our wildlife, um, our terrain. Mm-hmm. There's multiple different things that add a little degree of difficulty to your Bigfoot hunt. Now, when we say Bigfoot hunt, I don't want people getting the wrong idea think we're going out here to go shoot and kill the thing or something like that. No, 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 no. no. We just want to go out there because there has been somebody in northern Florida that has cited it. Multiple other people in the same town cited it. They all came with the same description, the whole nine yards. Now, my honest opinion, this is my God's honest opinion from Chance Hancock, that way you know it's me that's saying it. Do I believe in Bigfoot? No. <coughs> Do I believe that it could exist? Yes. Because, let's be fair, anything's possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, especially nowadays. I mean, like, all of a sudden, just magically having a heart attack. For it no could reason.
1: legit be interdimensional.
0: Yeah. I mean, just so many weird things happen, like, every day. Yeah. You could be sitting in this office and, boom, hit by lightning. I mean, I mean it just seriously, like, weird things happen Why would all the you time. put
1: that out there in the ether, dude?
0: <clears throat> Why would you do that? Dude, God ignores us. You think he's really looking to, like, blast us, too, on top of it?
1: Might be. God's up there right now probably playing checkers. He's looking at it. He's looking. He's playing checkers with a source and a dictionary looking for an excuse to use ad nauseum in a sentence again and strike us with lightning. Go, boop, you're dead.
0: That'd be crazy. It'd be messed no up. He blasted them into ad nauseum. <laughs> so, we do have like a little degree of difficulty. I
1: feel like them. Sesame Street, man. I know, right? <laughs> Brought
0: to you by the letter T and the letter A for ad nauseum. So, today. Like he was saying we're gonna be talking about these different you know aspects of hunting bigfoot now and, and we'll, we'll start being a little more serious here you know like when we're getting descriptive about what we're doing um the first thing is obviously is knowing your terrain you know if you're going to be going into an area where this thing has been spotted first off let's just say for argument's sake bigfoot was spotted yesterday right you showing up there more than likely and this goes for just any wild animal period mm-hmm. More than likely, he's not going to be there anymore because animals typically, when, especially when they're feeding, moving at night, unless they have a den or they have their young nearby, they travel.
1: Well, let's go back to basics. Let, let, let's, okay. let, let's hang back a little bit. So, we do, you get a call. Like, hey, you know. Hello.
0: I see Bigfoot. <sighs>
1: We're not role-playing. Oh, sorry. That's that's OnlyFans. Oh, um, okay. That's right. Yeah. There you go.
0: We did do a Squatch one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Squatch. Oh, that was an awfully hairy day. Anyways. <laughs> all right. <laughs>
1: I'm going to die. Yes, um, we are. <laughs> but you get a call. You go out to this property. You talk with whoever saw it, may have saw it, may or may not have saw it. Who knows? You know. Mm-hmm. And you kind of gauge them, feel them out. If they feel like they're FOS, then yeah. <coughs> you put on a show. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I have a tickle in my throat. I don't know what's going on. But you put on a little bit of show for them, just to make sure you get out of there alive. Mm -hmm. and you move about your business. If they don't seem like they're FOS, and FOS is an acronym, you can...
0: You can look it up in Urban Dictionary slang. You'll find the answer. There
1: you go. Okay. And if they're not FOS, if they seem legit, if they seem clear-minded and such, then you approach it like... I approach it like I'm looking for an animal in general. Yeah, exactly. You kind of check out the area, the Mm -hmm. terrain, see what you're dealing with, see if it's a swampy area, see if it's sandy, see...
0: Highly recommend Evan's too play. if you're gonna go look for something such as doing bigfoot squatching because I know a lot of people that like to do squatching here in Florida they do it in South Florida I know I know a lot oh, of yeah. teams that do it and stuff but those teams they do areas that they know mm-hmm. they go they are out there during the daytime they know the terrain they know the layout know it backwards and forwards they know the wildlife of the area and what you know how to dress appropriately for being out there because mm-hmm. that comes into play too and also too. Is they map out their areas and that way they do little search quadrants to close off the areas where it has not been found so they can rule that out keep moving until hopefully hopefully that they find it
1: absolutely yeah and as we always say the normal will get you faster than the paranormal so you have to Know what actual predatory and or not so predatory wildlife is in the area. Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, and we
0: ain't talking about like Karen's either. We're talking about like actual animals here. Yeah, yeah.
1: no cougars. Yeah, I mean, could <laughs> <be>. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I'm talking like rattlesnakes, rattlesnakes, and water fre-
0: moccasins. Oh my god, bears. No. You know, uh, copperheads, <laughs> copperheads, and the, the Florida
1: panther, the Florida panther, actually coyotes, yes. which Are increasingly coming into urban areas yeah big time because they hungry bro
0: well that and we've been encroaching in on them a lot yeah so a lot of it's our own fault
1: yep but I mean you have to understand how these predators act and how they react to your presence and how they hunt you because unfortunately a lot of us look like prey. yes we are made of meat
0: yes you're out there walking around in the dark which is typically when they hunt Mm mm-hmm you're exactly what they're looking for,
1: which is why you go out there during the day and you look for game trails. Mm-hmm. now, a game trail will look like you ever have a yard where you like walk back and forth or the mailman takes the same path or you know somebody walks through your and you have a path it's literally a path in the woods, and that's all a game trail is, and that path is used by predators mm-hmm. to hunt things and it's honestly if Sasquatch, Bigfoot, um, Skunk Ape, whatever you want to call him, is out there and he's hunting and foraging and gathering. Yeah. He would more than likely use a game trail because, tell you what, that's where the food's going to be. Yeah. Because predators don't go where food is not.
0: Yes. And typically, one of the hot spot areas is by the water. And what I mean by that is, like, rivers, lakes, stuff like that. What do you have to contend with in Florida? All Floridians know. Alligators. Yeah. One of the best ways you can spot for like an alligator track is not feet, which some people always seem to think. Like when you're going down by a riverbed where one has been like going down the bank and into the water, they like to slide on their stomach. They slide. And gators are pretty wide. So if you see all of a sudden this one clear brushed out area that's going right down to the water, it's probably about a foot, maybe even more wide. Yeah, that's typically a gator that's been going into the water in and out right there. Gatorade Gatorade And also too not to mention the fact that they like to lay their eggs on the land And if you get near where their babies are They will come after you And you will be dinner Yes and alligators are pretty fast They they can't run very far But they can run very quick short bursts They can yep. get up to about 25-30 miles an hour And they can climb And they can climb I, We've watched them climb over fences in the people's yards Everything else they can climb I have bailed many times
1: hmm and chance how do you escape from an alligator
0: run diagonally in a zigzag pattern yes you do not want to run in a straight line because its burst of speed will catch you faster than you can run Promise. there you
1: go all new Floridians
0: zigzag yeah the other thing is too if the gator just happened to get a hold of you roll with it because it's going to roll to try to rip stuff off <laughs> roll with it the other thing is if you do get loose you <sighs> do get loose Obviously, try to get away from it. Don't stay to try to fight it. You're not Mike Tyson. just split, okay. You know, leave that stuff up to the Irwin family. They're good at that stuff.
1: I love how um like new Floridians make fun of Floridians who like carry weapons and pews and stuff.
0: okay, you know what? we'll we'll go ahead and bring that up. We'll, yeah, yeah, that's something we do have to discuss.
1: we We do have to discuss because a. Things eat you here. Have you seen our mosquitoes? They're like miniature hummingbirds and stuff.
0: You can hit a mosquito in Florida with an RPG. They're big. They're huge. Yeah. Um, All getting aside, though, if you are going to be carrying firearms out there, because most of these Bigfoot hunters, let's be real, they go out, they're looking for an animal that's nocturnal, so they're out at night. Be aware of multiple things. One, your surroundings while carrying a firearm. You know, other houses, people, Mm -hmm. and such. Know where your people are while you're walking around in the dark, especially you all have guns. It takes one person to panic, shoot in the dark and kill somebody. Happens to hunters every single yep. year. And we ain't talking about
1: hunters.
0: <coughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, you you don't have to cough Dick Cheney. Prime <laughs>
1: example. I mean blast to the face. You know don't shoot your friends
0: yes try not to
1: shoot your friends that's, that's a bad thing only only discharge a weapon if you're in imminent danger or if you're actually hunting
0: yes it, only, like it, exactly it if it's imminent danger and you don't have a, an option then yes you can you know shoot your gun other than that yeah don't shoot the gun you know especially yeah. let's just don't show for, it off yeah if i'm out in the woods <laughs> and i'm on a bigfoot hunt and i see let's be real argue for argument's sake bigfoot exists I'm out in the woods, I come across this animal that's bipedal, standing probably like, you know, the way it's described all by most people, usually like 10 feet tall, you know, weighing in excess of 300 pounds. The last thing I'm going to do is shoot at it and make it mad. Mm-hmm. Because realistically, unless you're carrying a high caliber weapon, it's probably not going to kill something of that size anyways. You're just going to anger it.
1: You Think about if you're dealing with it Because this is how I think about it. And this is kind of what my theory of what Bigfoot can be. Yeah. Silverback gorilla. Yeah. Good luck on shooting a silverback gorilla and dropping it. They're human-sized. Mm-hmm. Um, they're massive. They can be bipedal. They can walk on two legs if they want to.
0: The sheer strength of one can lift literally the front end of a Buick off the ground with full engine inside everything.
1: There's a a video going around on like Instagram, TikTok, YouTube and stuff where like this orangutan, which is smaller than a gorilla, Mm -hmm. helps this fella up like this weird jungle gym thing. And literally, one hand lifts up yeah. a six foot, like a hundred and eighty pound man.
0: Yeah, and the orangutan is half his size.
1: Like ain't nothing.
0: Yeah, they are nothing but solid muscle. Yeah, look at that chimpanzee mm-hmm. that uh, attacked that woman and ripped her face off. The the sheer strength and ferocity that they have, and to be fair, for people who are laughing right now, I'm sure and going, "Oh, how are you going to run into a gorilla or, or a monkey out there in <laughs> Florida?"
1: You got monkeys. They're out there. They mm-hmm. are.
0: We have had so many circuses throughout the years from like ringling and other circuses have come here and have lost animals that
1: are still breeding
0: in wild out here in our woods.
1: You've seen I know y'all have seen those videos of the monkeys jumping off the trees at the Floridians on a John boat in a freaking bayou. Yeah,
0: we do get the occasional videos of it. They are out there. That Mm -hmm. does happen. And to be honest with you, they're very predatorial as well. And territorial. Yes. They they will hunt you if you come into their area, and they are not very nice about it. And they are extremely strong and extremely fast.
1: Animals are brutal. Nature is brutal. Yes. Before we got civilized, yes. Yeah. Humans were brutal too.
0: Yeah, by a long shot. So this is just words of wisdom. You know, when you're out there walking around and traipsing around for, especially people that are new at doing this and wanting to go do this. You know, another example like Jesse brought up at the very beginning of this whole thing is snakes. We have a lot of snakes in our woods. Everything from cottonmouths to rattlesnakes. You name it. All right, coral snakes. Now, in that situation, you know, you definitely want to be wearing a high-top type of boot.
1: They make snake boots. Yes, you can get them on Amazon. Your,
0: yeah, because typically when you're walking through the brush, if you come across one, they try to stay more lower to the ground when they strike. They don't try to go like straight up and like bite you in the face. All right. Now, however. Be mindful of walking <laughs> underneath trees while you're out there. They will drop. Because of two things. Yes. I have had a water moccasin drop right in the middle of my boat before out a matter of fact, more than once out there fishing, going underneath the tree. Secondly, that's where the larger animals like the bears that we have and also the Florida panthers like to hang out
1: and watch for food to
0: walk underneath. Yep. Yep.
1: Another thing you need to watch out for and keep in mind of is feral hogs big
0: time been chased by them. not a good time
1: they're terrifying yes wild boar don't care how big you are don't care who you are don't and even they
0: protect their young
1: and they don't care they don't know what a weapon is yeah. you shoot at them they don't care
0: and realistically <coughs> especially like a wild hog their skulls are so thick and, and you're looking at an object that's only you know maybe two feet wide coming at you at a high rate of speed low to the ground so you only have a little breath of air, you know, or sorry, a little breath of distance in order to shoot this thing if you had to, to defend yourself, okay? By the time you realize it's coming at you from out of the brush, it's probably going to be too late for you to even draw your weapon to even get off a shot anyways. Mm-hmm. But if you did, even aiming at the skull does not guarantee it's going to no. stop or kill it. Because trust me, I have been hunting with my, you know, my family before and stuff, you know, shot a hog and skull, kept on running, didn't care. So once again, at be you, my, yeah. not away from you, yeah, not at away from you, me, still at you. At so you. be mindful of these things. It does happen. I watched my cousins get treed one time, which is hilarious because <laughs> they all had a gun, but they boom all right into the tree.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Good you... thing for hogs. They can't climb. So but
1: those are the natural things that could potentially be out there.
0: Yes. Black widow spiders. Oh man, We don't... had those brown recluse.
1: You know, I really think I got bit by a spider. Does that look like a spider by Dio on my hand?
0: A little bit, actually.
1: Okay. Yeah. I don't like spiders. Any Never arachnid? Like, scorpions?
0: Yeah. hate spiders. That, we have those, too. we yeah. got scorpions. The good thing is most of our scorpions here, I do not believe, are poisonous or venomous. Um, They they just have a very bad sting, though, when they sting you. It, it hurts a lot. Um, Good thing is they can't really sting too well through, like, the boots that we're talking about, yeah. for, like, you know, protective against... Ours are small.
1: Stuff. Yeah. I think they're all venomous, just like sp- all spiders are venomous, but I yes. think they're... Very small, minuscule.
0: So the other thing is, when you're out there in these woods and you're looking for these animals, you're staying overnight, most of the time, most people do, they stay overnight, and you build these nice warm campfires and all that, hey, good idea, because at least you got some warmth. Also, it helps light up the area to give you a little little bit of extra light, you know, to be able to see things around you. However, warmth attracts snakes.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I will say that I have honestly had this situation where I literally, and thank God, I learned from my dad to always do this first. Went into my tent. Unfortunately, I was stupid. Left it open for like half the day while we're out fishing and stuff. Went in my tent and I went to open up my sleeping bag and there was a moccasin inside my sleeping bag. Trying to get warm. And especially this time of year when it's cold, they will do it.
1: Oh, no. See, so yeah. I might have to rethink my camping plans.
0: No, no, no. Just as long as you keep it
1: closed <laughs> when you're gone, but just check the sleeping bag when you get back. Wicked sketchy. Yeah. Anyways, let, let's move on from the sketchiness that could be out there not to discourage anybody we just want to be full disclosure just be mindful yeah yeah so you're looking for Bigfoot you're not just looking for what's there you're looking for what's not there yep so when you get out on a property or on a area that you may encounter this thing look listen observe everything the sounds are a big indicator of Huge. what's going on. Because when you hear the sound stop, that usually means there's something predatory <laughs> yeah. nearby. Yeah.
0: That, that is very common for outdoors people that we know very well. Mm-hmm. If we're out there and all of a sudden the nightlife stops, start paying attention. Yeah. The other thing is, too, just going back to the animals just real quick. Mm-hmm. Typically a cougar, if you hear it doing its low grumbling you know, growl that they make and this like hiss noise, the further off it sounds, the closer it is. It does that to throw its enemy off. Oh, that's super sketchy. Yeah, for real.
1: (laughs) Anyways, you're not just looking, you know, with your eyes, but your ears as well, obviously. But you're also looking for, if you were, you know, out in the wilderness, what would you be eating? What would be, because obviously they're, whatever this is, is probably closely related to human, as obviously human. If I'm in the woods
0: and I need to survive, I need to eat, you know, whoever's with me. Whoever dies first. Fair. Okay. What um, about um but, tell tell people about swamp cabbage? Yeah, swamp cabbage. So like the root of like your palm, you know, your palm trees, like down in the very small root of the palm bushes that you see out there, not the full size, you know, palm trees, but the the ground ones you see. Um, down at the very root of that, if you pull that root out and cut that out, you boil that, it's like eating cabbage. We call it swamp cabbage. And uh yeah, I grew up on eating that stuff too. Words of wisdom, if you had to eat this and survive, you know, to be able to get by, do not sleep in a closed area with other people because it makes you very, very gassy. All right. Don't sleep too close to campfire. <laughs> um, now I'm being dead serious, man. All night long. I mean, all night. Um, but it will help you survive and it does give you energy too. It's got a lot of nutrients. Um, but like Jesse was saying too, I mean, we had different types of, you know, berries, figs, all kinds of stuff that you can eat out here in the wild in order to survive down here in Florida. Um, you know there's also you know people that are like game trappers you mm-hmm. know get, you know, catch like little rabbits you know squirrels stuff like that and yes you can eat squirrel that's not a made up thing on the walking dead they no, really that's... yeah you really can't survive off squirrel
1: they're not bad either no not bad at all you gotta season them right but you know yeah it's a bit nutty
0: bring me the moose and squirrel <laughs> um the other things out there too that uh that can provide you you know with, with good food it, that you need to be paying attention to for the animals out there Is the scat left over from the animals. Yep. And for people who don't know what scat is, we're talking poo. So for a cleaner, nicer version. Um, Yeah. Look for, honestly, look for animal droppings Mm -hmm. because it's obviously a huge indicator. If it's very dry, dusty, then the animal has already been gone for a while. If it's very warm and steamy and fresh, it's nearby. (laughs) Matter of fact, you probably scared it while was taking its number two and took off.
1: Yeah. So, bring a pair of uh, latex gloves with you. I For mean what? So you can feel it.
0: <laughs> I think I would just look at it and just make a judgment with a stick or something. I'm not sure if I want to really put gloves on and pick it up and play with it.
1: That's not going to be steaming in the middle of summer, bud.
0: It's winter right now.
1: Okay, winter. <laughs> I don't care. We're going to argue <laughs> about poop. <laughs> <laughs> There was a blink blink moment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, other things you need to be looking for, as far as like places, somewhere to hide. Yeah. You've got to look for somewhere for this thing to hide. So now, granted, I look at it like we're tracking kind of a gorilla esque type thing or, mm-hmm. you know, a large. It's something of a larger matter. A large yeah. primate. Yep. I mean, you kind of want to look up, which eh, have you noticed on all those shows that they have on TV? They never look up? Never. I'm like, bro, it's in the tree above you right yeah. now.
0: While you're walking down the trail, glance
1: yeah. up. Yeah. It, and I it, ain't
0: talking it, about wait to get underneath the tree
1: and look straight up. I'm talking about look out in front of you mm-hmm. up in the trees while you're walking. Oh, yeah. I mean, look around because more than likely, I mean, if I was living in the woods, where would be the – what did the predators there do? What do what panthers do? It's sleep in trees. I said cougar. I know what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They um, sleep in trees they sleep in trees bears yep. they'll go up in trees mm-hmm. you know everything will go up in a tree because a lot of things don't look up do you see a deer look up
0: deer's actually
1: sometimes do yeah occasionally but yeah. most of the time they're like, looking at the
0: ground or whatever's around
1: straight in front of them they're listening more than anything yeah i know a lot of guys when we were hunting and they're sniffing too but yeah. um a lot of guys when we were hunting as kids i mean they get tree stands Mm -hmm. And it's very easy if you're holding still and you're not, like, stinking up a storm up there. Mm -hmm. A a lot of the thermals that, you know, carry the scent will be a little bit better for you when you're up higher. Yep. And the deer won't notice
0: you. Here's the other thing. When you're going down, like, more narrow trails, let's say you start finding a path and you start walking it you're going down to it gets narrower and narrower by the trees. Look for broken tree branches. Mm-hmm. and I'm talking about like you know the big ones somehow like you know the normal ones that stick off like about our level off the ground look for those if you see a bunch of those that are broken you can almost make a pattern through the trees and follow it
1: mm-hmm.
0: however at the same time it can also give you an indication of how big this thing is that you're following
1: and you need to uh see how fresh those are yes because if it's still green you're probably right behind it and you need to like slow down and be a little more aware
0: yes Uh, Another thing is, too, look for scratch markings on trees because our bears are infamous for marking their territories by scratching the trees. Our panthers, too? Uh, Yep, our panthers, too. Exactly. Uh, Matter of fact, when you see, like, little holes dug out underneath, like, the, the side of a tree by the stump... Typically, it's an indicator of a hog that's it's burrowing right there in order to look for food mm-hmm. um, because they like to eat grubs and stuff like that. Now,
1: so. if it's if it's more pointy or more conical, that's going to be your armadillo. Yes. So, you don't get confused.
0: Yes. Yeah, trust me, you won't miss it. It's, it's like bigger than the size of your fist, so.
1: Yep. But, I mean, you also should be kind of smelling, too. Yes. Sense of smell is very – animals are big oh. on their sense of smell, and a lot of scent marking takes place, and I'm <laughs> – pretty sure um big primates aren't that different with it i mean they do have a smell to them
0: yes they do another thing is too. pay attention to all of a sudden out in the middle of the woods all of a sudden you smell watermelon you would you like to know why
1: yes tell me more
0: that typically is a birthing area of rattlesnakes oh what it gives off a smell of watermelon seriously oh dead serious yeah
1: oops Yep, if you're walking <laughs>
0: around in woods, because how often are you going to find a watermelon patch in the middle of the woods in Florida? I mean, no. depends on who lives out there. Yeah, but typically, if all of a sudden you smell like a heavy scent of watermelon, you're probably extremely near a a, a den area where there's rattlesnakes. Like, thank that you for that in. information, yeah. seeing as
1: I'm not a native Floridian. I even we had timber rattlers and stuff uh, eastern Diamondbacks where I grew up. I never knew that. Yeah, you never knew that. Oh. No, yeah, I, I swear, it crap you not. Mm-hmm. I have really smelled that smell a million times in, in was the it woods. At nauseum, yes. Okay, it was. It was. There was a lot of times, and I'm just like, why is it smelling like watermelon? Whatever, you know. We're in North Carolina. Whatever, now watermelon. You know. Yeah, that that's stupid. I could've died a lot more than I thought I could. Good. good God, man. I,
0: I thought this is something you would have known. But
1: yeah. yeah, no, I I'm very shocked too. Yeah. I, wow. Learn yeah. something every day. Yeah, there
0: you go. Another thing is too, you know, like you know, we were talking about earlier earlier, we have a lot of marshy areas, stuff like that, you know, rivers and lakes and such, and you're out there and you know, you may cross the river to go across. Be mindful of a couple things. One, water depth. Two, how fast the river traveling. <laughs> you know. You don't want to go swimming all of a sudden unprepared. Uh, the third thing is too, our water moccasins are very vicious. If they're actually in the water and they see they you, like they you. will come after you in the water, and they're pretty quick. All water moccasins like that. Yes, they, they are. They're been, just
1: angry snakes. I have been chased. I have. I've had one bite my shoe. They're angry I mean, devil sticks. They're they're screwed up, man. Yeah. I don't like them. I, I that's literally the reason I hate snakes. Like everybody's like, why do you hate snakes so much? I've almost been bit a billion times. Yeah, because they're mean. Yeah. Yeah. You get now, like chased it's... by a water moccasin and black racer. Oh, the black racer are chasing on babysitting. Water moccasins and... Ooh, I'm fired up. Yeah. Uh, water moccasins will chase you all the time. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care. That's how you can tell the difference between a black racer and a water
0: moccasin. Black racer goes away. Water moccasin does
1: not. No, it it you're dead. Yeah, black ones like you... are very
0: timid. They they you know dart off into the grass and all that and get away from you like little rat snakes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. The common car- you know common variety, they'll they'll just book off on you. But yeah, water moccasins, yeah, not so much. Rattlesnakes are more uh, dangerous if you walk up on them. Yeah, they're, they're not so much as aggressive of going after people, but, but if you come up on them because they blend in with their environment, hard to see them. By the time yeah. you realize it, too late. Boom, they nail you.
1: Well, the beauty about rattlesnakes, you know, and this is why. I'm about to go to this next step. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of steps. They they give you a warning because, you know, they have the rattle and go, shh. Yeah. And it is unmistakable. You hear it once. You'll never forget it.
0: It sounds and, like a really fast baby rattle.
1: And this is why you move slowly through the woods. Yes. Because, you know, w- humans aren't the stealthiest of creatures. Let's be real. You know, we yes, don't, we don't very... have padded feet feet or anything like that especially
0: a lot of people that to be fair that ghosts bigfoot hunting most of them really don't know a whole lot about the woods so they have a tendency to just be out there just traipsing around breaking branches making all kinds of noise and just not being they're so busy looking for bigfoot they're not looking for the obvious things that can really actually hurt them Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah and uh jesse and i as everybody well knows you know we're paranormal investigators we've both been doing this for a long long time you know mostly hauntings but you know i've done bigfoot hunts everything else But however, I've also been raised in a wood environment. So has Jesse. You know, Mm -hmm. we know the woods. We know like, you know, there's certain things you need to be paying attention for. That's why we're putting this out there. Like Jesse said, you know, at the beginning of the show, it's not the paranormal that we're hurt to, it's the normal. That's what you gotta keep an eye out for. Holes. You'd be (laughs) amazed at how many times people are in woods walking around and falling a hole and breaking ankle. It would, happens every day. You literally. would be
1: amazed at how many times I've fallen in a hole. <laughs> we all have. We all have.
0: I have walked in people's yards to, to, to like go visit or like you know whatever and stuff in a stupid hole. Yeah. So yeah, pay attention for holes. Um it happens. Now the other thing is too that we do have out here once in a blue moon in certain areas, like Jesse was saying earlier, not just coyotes, but also feral dogs that travel in packs. Yep. They're not very nice.
1: They're sketchy, dude.
0: Yeah, they're not the cute fluffy. Let me give them a treat and pet them to the kind of dogs. No.
1: They will look like them, but they won't be. Yeah,
0: and they will hunt you in a pack. It's time to book. Time to get out oh, of yeah. town.
1: I but, mean because they they revert back to their wolf wolfen like ancestry. Yes. Like those instincts are still there. They'll still utilize them.
0: And letting you know right now, those type of dogs, the feral dogs and packs, are running out there. Will not run away from you. Sometimes maybe from a distance, they they catch wind of you coming. They 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 book and they're gone. All right. But there are times if you walk up on them that they see you, they may not run and you know the opposite direction. If they okay. run at you, they're they're just, they're not going to quit. Nope. Yeah. You are
1: food. Yep. And they are hungry.
0: Exactly. So, one more thing that's the real big obvious one Mm -hmm. it's not animals it's not the terrain it's (laughs) weather (laughs) how many people have gone out to go camping and it rains for three straight (laughs) days while they're out there camping for three straight days because they never looked at the weather report happens all the time check the weather report because we are the lightning capital of the United States especially in our neck of the woods and lightning around (laughs) here is not very forgiving you're talking about something that pumps over 130 amps of power, and it's the, the temperature is like five times that as the surface temperature of the sun. It's going to hurt a lot. Yep. Probably going to kill you. Yep. Yes, and we have multiple lightning strikes in Florida all the time. So, yes, be mindful of
1: also just the weather. And our weather changes on a dime. Exactly. I mean, you need to be aware if it's going to rain. And the temperature also affects, you know, anim- animal habits and probably Bigfoot's habits, too, because yeah. I'm pretty sure a hairy beast like that does not want to be, like, sitting out super miserable in yeah. the rain. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean. And to
0: be fair, in Florida, I mean, we get some pretty heavy rains sometimes. So those tracks you're going to be looking for, they're gone. Mm-hmm. They're typically washed away. Unless you're an expert tracker, you're probably not going to find them. My recommendation is if you're going out to a wooded area and you're new to that area to go hunt for a Bigfoot, find a local hunter. Exactly. Find a local hunter. Uh, hunter, Find somebody who knows the terrain, knows the animals, knows everything else. Hire them as a guide. Some of them you can hire pretty cheap to go out there with you. You can pay them like 50 bucks for a night to go six out and hang out. Six pack of beer. Yeah, six pack of beer in some places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, down here in Florida, dime bag. They're good. They'll go out there with you. Get
1: out of here. Uh, you well, had to go there, didn't you? Oh, well, somebody had to. <laughs> so. When you're looking for your trails and stuff, you need to be aware of beds. Yes. Somewhere where you're going to, like, where animals have, especially, like, deer hunting. That's Mm -hmm. one of the things we look for. And it's somewhere where it's not just, like, the regular trail you're saying. It's a big circular area. Usually a circular area or ovicular. Yeah, that'll work. Okay. Okay. I, I, I was trying to make sure I wasn't saying, like, ovarian or something like that. You're gonna look tube.
0: for the fallopian tube. <laughs> it's gonna be next to the ovaries. Yes. It's shaped yeah. like an ovary. There shaped you go. Shaped like an ovary.
1: Um <laughs> why are we? The here?
0: fallopian tube is the trail. Okay, it's moving. Dang, you know what the dentist
1: is. <laughs> oh <laughs> my god. Anyway. Shut up. Alright. All right, um, anyways, you know, you're gonna look for something kind of ovicular. <clears throat> and it, it's gonna be obvious where, you know, this bed is. Not that can be an animal bed, but I mean it could also be your guy's bed that you're looking for, you know, your your skunk, eh? Bigfoot. Actually you know. the key
0: word you just said, guy, that's the other thing too. Be mindful that some of these woods have homeless people. Oh yeah. Yes. And and these people that they do not want to be found that are off the beaten path and living out in these woods. And trust me, that's in everywhere. It's not just Florida. That's everywhere where there's woods. There's always a chance of running into homeless people out there in the woods. You know, they're just just living off the grid and they want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. And so be it. Leave them alone. Leave them alone. Yes. Also, too, if you're going through the woods and you find a group of campers who are camping, more than likely, especially if it's out in the middle of nowhere woods, at that point in time, you may want to at least introduce yourself and say, hey, we're in the area. We're doing some research. We're going to be out here. Because if they (laughs) are hunters... You want them to be aware that you're out there in those same
1: woods walking around. Most likely any legal hunters are going to not be hunting at night. Exactly. Or at dusk. Exactly. Because it's illegal.
0: Exactly. They've got a a full campground set up. And if you do this, I highly recommend, do it during the daytime, not at night, so you don't get shot.
1: And not during hunting season.
0: Yes, not during hunting season. Um, That's your thing. Wear something bright. While you're out there walking around. And this is not just to detour hunters, you know, to keep you from getting shot. It's also in case something does happen to you.
1: You'll be easy to find.
0: You'll be easy to find. Exactly. You'll be amazed, amazed at how many times people have been out in the woods who go out there to go do the Sasquatching or whatnot and wear all camouflage clothing because they want to hide from Bigfoot. Okay, first off. He can see you. He can see you. <laughs> all these animals can. They can smell you most of the time.
1: Yeah.
0: They know right where you're
1: at. All right? Camouflage works on certain animals that are colorblind and stuff. Not exactly. turkeys. Doesn't work on turkeys. Doesn't work on turkeys. They see nope. you. Yep. You got you really gotta fool them. You gotta have like a ghillie suit. Exactly. For <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they can see you.
0: But the other thing is too that, you know, you walk around with all this camouflage, once again, nobody can see you. And it's not about we're worried about you, you know, getting, you know, eaten alive by Bigfoot or nothing. But let's just say feral hog runs it's into normal. the crowd and everybody scatters like roaches through the woods trying to get away from this thing. Well, if you happen to get sidetracked and you get lost while you're out there in the woods, best to have something bright on so mm-hmm. somebody can at least see you. Make sure you carry your cell phone. Make sure when you're going out to do these hunts, you let people know the areas that you're operating in case you do come up missing and don't come back.
1: That is a great transition to what you should bring with you. Dun, dun, dun. I, a, a portable GPS wouldn't hurt because yeah. in a lot of these areas, the cell signal is trash. Like Big straight time. garbage. Yeah.
0: And if you're going to be carrying a portable GPS, highly recommend you learn how to do map coordinates. And, so you know where you're located. Yeah, learn how to use it. Do You know, I I swear to God, do you <laughs> know how many, how many times I've had people who bought <laughs> GPSs, right? Portable ones. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, I got this portable GPS, you know, in case you get lost in the woods and all that. I'm like, cool. Well, you know, where'd you get the map at for the area? What map? <laughs> I'm like, so you can match it to the GPS coordinates to know where you are in the you know woods. Oh, they never think about that. <laughs> they use it in case their mindset is if I get lost, I can call 911 and I can say, here's my coordinates. Okay, if you have signal, great, awesome, it works. However, <laughs> more than likely, like Jesse was saying. Our cell service in Florida and these central like especially central Florida oh my God. sucks. Crash. Yes. You want to definitely have a map with you and learn how to read coordinates so you can find your happy button
1: you to way I back. Mean, now if you have a GPS, a legit GPS, mm-hmm. it's running off satellite, so not necessarily necessary. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Um but it is definitely 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 behooving of you. Behoove learn it? how to use it. Yes. Okay. It would behoove you to use it. There you go. That's good. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I try to find words. We're getting to like I've the latter half, and I'm going downhill very yeah. quickly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, no. Um. Learn how to use your stuff. And another thing I would recommend at, and getting a certification for is a ham radio. Yeah. Because ham radios, as opposed to think walkie-talkie, accept much longer range. Yes. They work on a very, very high frequency or ultra high frequency. One or the other. Ultra. Okay. Thank you. And they go a lot further than your yes. standard walkie talkie. And
0: guess what these ranger towers have inside them?
1: Ham radio. Yes.
0: So if you got lost out there in the middle of the woods or whatever, and let's say you brought your GPS but not your map. At least you can give the ranger your coordinates to come and find you and bring you yep. back to the ranger station.
1: Or you can just tell them what's around you, and yeah, they can probably find you. And at least at that point, somebody can talk through with Because communication, when, when, when there's an emergency situation, communicating to the person in trouble is 90% of the battle. Yes. Calming them
0: Communications down. Communications is the number one most important thing on any list you do when it comes down to emergencies.
1: Yep. Flashlight. Yes. A tarp yes some sort of like portable camping gear that you can set up a temporary shelter if you need to just in case you know yeah torrential downpour florida
0: yeah in, in your backpack that you put <coughs> on your back because everybody pretty much carries when we're out in the woods you know you want to have some basic essentials you know have you some food you know that's in there some water that's in there you know uh some dry clothing to change into if you need to you know some you know even a rain jacket some type mm. of weather gear and like like jesse was saying like a, a Plain old simple tarp that you could fold up and put in that bag with some rope. That way you at least tie it in between two trees, make some makeshift stakes, and you got yourself a little tent to get you out of the inclement weather. A foldable,
1: lightweight fire pit. Yes. And waterproof fire starters. Yes. Because you never know if you wind up getting... Just... Prep a bunch of stuff just in case you get lost. That way you can kind of live for a few days without dying. Yeah, because let's be fair and let's
0: be real. You guys are out there tromping around in an area you're unfamiliar with, in the dark especially. Trust me, in the dark, if you don't know that area,
1: you can get turned around really quick and easy in the woods. You may not even be getting lost. You can get wounded. Like You can fall in a hole, break your knee, Mm -hmm. (laughs) screw something up bad to where you can't walk, Yep. and you don't want to be... Food. Yeah, yeah. Because you die. Guess what you are?
0: Yep. Food. Food. Yeah. The main things that you want to have in case of an emergency like that, and this breaks down to the, the you know, the the very basic things you need. Hit them with you that need military food, training. water, shelter, security. Security is such as carrying a knife on you, carrying a very big stick with a sharp point, something to poke an animal to get it away from you if you need be. Yeah. Try mm-hmm. not to fight it. You know, like Tarzan. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, these are the basic things that you need. If you, if you accomplish getting those four things done, you're going to be fine. I promise. Prime example, people talk about dying from plane crashes and, you know, without injury, dying from plane crashes in the middle of jungles all the time when a plane goes down and the people wind up dying, you know, because of the inclement weather and all this other stuff. And they're like, well, yeah, but, you know, they went down the woods. That's why they didn't survive. <laughs> there are people who live in the woods every freaking day.
1: Yeah, there's you a know, lot of Aboriginal tribes had, that do it.
0: Exactly. We had games called Survivor. They call it Tuesday, okay? Seriously, it, it, as long as you stay calm, you're going to survive. You will survive. You will be fine. It may take a while to find you where that plane goes down, but trust me, planes don't just mysteriously disappear in the forest. Yep. They leave a trail, okay? People can find it eventually. It will take time, but they will find it. Stay close to the wreckage. Make sure you you provide yourself with, you know, once again, shelter. Food, water,
1: and security. Those four things, you'll be good to go. Now, I'm going to hit you with the last one that's really going to set them off. Y'all want me to do it? Go for it. It's happening. All right. Something to signal somebody with.
0: Yes. Oh my! Something as simple as a freaking whistle would be nice. Anything. A mirror. A mirror where you can use the light to reflect, to, you know, to get people's attention. Um, laser pointer. Yeah, laser pointer. Bright flashlight. Yeah. You can use your cell phone in sunlight because the back screen is black on all cell phones. Shut it off and you can actually reflect the light off of it. It will will work, I promise. Not very far range, but enough to hopefully get somebody's attention. But believe it or not, a whistle. The safety whistles you get for like on your life jacket for if you fall overboard like out in the open ocean. Those whistles out in the woods when you blow one can be heard for miles. You keep on whistling and whistling and whistling. If there are people looking for you, they're going to be able to track you down. They will find you, and they could be like seriously, they could be like three miles away and hear this hear the thing. Mace, yes, mace is a good idea, especially for wild animals and such. Yes, carry the mace with you. And pepper you, spray, you pepper spray works better than mace. You can smell it. Yes, you can smell it very big time. Yeah. So those are the basic necessities that in order to keep you alive out there while you're looking for Sasquatch. The- bear it's necessities gunkate. it's the bear necessities
1: <laughs> i love that song i love blue <laughs> blue's adorable
0: well um we're coming up on the end of the show yeah
1: yeah very quickly
0: i know right it did go by pretty quick but so we gave you the rundown basically of going out there and going sasquatching the other thing <laughs> is to get with teams out there you can find them so easily just google Google Bigfoot hunting teams in Florida. There's a ton of teams in Florida that we can go out there because a lot of them have been doing this for decades There's certain things that they'll even tell you to look for. You know, I mean, it's always a learning curve. I like Jesse was saying, beginning the show, we treat Bigfoot Sasquatching Just like if you're hunting a real animal, if you're going out to hunt like deer or whatever, you know, learn from the best out there, you know, get to learn what you're looking for from these people while you're out there. Um, Oh, another thing. If you come across berries and such and you don't know what they are, don't eat them. Don't eat them. Yeah, don't. Please don't.
1: (laughs) You'd be amazed at how just... You can find manuals and stuff for what you can eat out there. And a lot of people, especially a lot of people who have been here for, like, who have had family that's grown up here can tell you all about it. I mean, they're... There's a bunch of hillbillies up in the mountains over yeah. the Appalachian Mountains. I can tell you every type of mushroom that's out there. Which ones exactly. are the good ones, which ones are the bad ones, and which ones you can trip on. And which
0: ones used use on the weekends or if you're going to a Pink Floyd concert. Uh, the other thing is, too, certain berries that you're out there you're hunting for for food and scavenging and such. One of the things that you can do to find out of whether or not it's poison without killing yourself is take and put a little bit on your forearm. Give it about a good 30 minutes. After you smash it and squeeze it down. And watch and see if it starts to turn red and blistering. It's another way.
1: Or if it burns.
0: And also is another indicator to find out whether or not you're (laughs) allergic to it before you try to eat it.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So But do not I repeat, do not let that be the main indicator of whether you can eat it or not. (laughs) Yeah. Do yeah. some research. Do stuff. some research. Know your stuff. Yeah, this is the bottom line,
0: Because Trust me. You go buy most of these trees and start digging the dirt. You can find worms and find grubs. And yes, you can live off of them.
1: Yeah, it's not pretty, but it's know. not pretty. But you can live off you, of you them. You can eat snails too,
0: and yeah, snails slugs. don't taste that bad though. Uh, slugs they, taste worse. They, they, to me, they kind of t- yeah, slugs do. They kinda, yeah, to me, it kind of reminds me of like pistachio nuts, mm-hmm. but I like pistachios. You can eat acorns. You yeah, got, you can eat acorns.
1: You gotta you gotta do proper them the right way, but yeah.
0: yeah, hell, you can eat bark if you boil it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All these pine trees. Yep. <coughs> uh
1: pine what is it? Uh pine needles. pine needle tea, yeah. yeah. There we go. Yep. I could probably use some tea. I know, right? Uh well I mean
0: I think that's about it for that part.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. All uh, right, so let's move on to
0: some fun stuff. So, what do you think about Hamlin?
1: Mm.
0: And I don't mean that in like a fun, fun way. I'm talking about like crazy fun. Like yeah, weird.
1: It, it's nuts. It's very nuts. It's very creepy. It is uh, very... Um...
0: Uh, all I can say is major prayers to his family, to him, you know, to his fans, all that. That was just insane to see that happen. Do you know the guy who did the CPR on him on the field who brought him back? They're recommended to put in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. They did a petition for it? I should. I, I signed it. Yeah, dude. I was like, Absolutely
1: yeah no, I mean that he literally saved his life
0: yeah that that's just insane
1: I um, mean conspiracy theories aside, there's been a a, a lot of heart related sports injuries lately
0: i've been yeah amongst soccer and now with you know with uh Hamlin and football, and I think there was another football guy too there,
1: there's been a few and yeah. it's it it's very odd. It, it is it's very very <coughs> odd
0: because it just seems like all of a sudden it's like a string of them at once it's mm-hmm. not like just you know random which does happen you know i mean there's even like high school football players that have like overdid it and heat exhaustion and died and such you know uh but the, but are so few and far between you know that it's so crazy that now it just seems to almost be like every other week it's some sports figure that's all of a sudden dropping from a heart attack yeah it's no, weird
1: it's it's it's, it's suspicious,
0: man. I, yeah, I, I for lack of a better term, it is. It's suspicious.
1: I definitely would like to see what the uh, research and... and the uh, outcome is. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, we need to know. I mean, we have people who are in tip-top physical shape.
0: Yeah, it's not like football players are just relaxing, just drinking beers no. and watching TV all they, day. These they, guys hustle on working And out. they
1: train
0: every all the single time. day.
1: Yeah. And I mean, cardio is basic. It's one for of the them.
0: huge factors. Yes, so you know
1: football. their heart's in good shape. So why are we? And especially soccer players, Them dudes run ninety minutes of freaking. Oh, game. tell me about it, man. They're to stop running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they're basically marathoners that run back and forth up a down field. Yep. You know, I mean, they're in tip top physical condition. So why all of a sudden? Oh,
0: I'm telling you, yeah. If you ever like just, <coughs> you know, ticked off a uh, a soccer player and try to run from him.
1: Nope.
0: You may have faster speed if you're a good sprinter, but distance, you're probably not going to beat him. <coughs> you will tire out far before he does. Yep. Um, yeah, just a lot of weird things going on, man. They found that sarcophagus, and I the, saw in the river that that is supposed
1: to be the goddess oh,
0: Uh
1: Nope. are not one
0: no. No. Yeah. Way to go, twenty twenty three. Thanks. Appreciate it.
1: Here we go again. Thanks for starting the mummy. Somebody call Brendan Fraser. We need him back. Didn't they find, like, Osiris? It was Osiris. At the yeah, it was up. Osiris. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. no. Not to
0: be confused with uh, what uh, Miling Cyrus, but Osiris, the, the goddess.
1: I mean, she's looking pretty good nowadays.
0: Yeah. I'll give you that.
1: Right. Leave it alone. Okay. Nope. Mm-hmm. All, right. All downhill from here, folks. All right. Well, on that terrible disappointment and uh, crazy conspiracy theory, I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, Make sure you call our ad chief or leave an email on 1490 W P R. And uh, check us out on your favorite podcasting platform if you want to catch our previous shows.
0: You can find us everywhere. You can find us literally on every podcast pl- platform out there. And whatever streaming service you may have, even on your cell phone, most people have like iHeartRadio already, stuff like that. We're on there. Just put in Paraprobe and our show pops up. Click on, listen to all of our past shows. Yep. That's right. But, anyways, tune in again next weekend because next weekend is going to be non paranormal talk. We're going to be doing something different and fun. Yeah. Because well it's our show we can do what we want. Do what we want. That's right. In the boss meet. Bye. Later.